Welcome to The Holt Story, a podcast where tech leaders discuss the biggest trends and challenges in cybersecurity technology. Brought to you by Tech Data, one of the world's largest technology distributors. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Holt Story, where we go deeper into the topics and technology impacting our industry. I'm your host, Tracy Holtz, and today I'd like to welcome Hojin Kim, Vice President of Worldwide Channels, and Kayvon Sadi, Executive Director of Product Marketing at SonicWell. Hojin leads SonicWell's channel efforts, and Kayvon brings a unique blend of technology and marketing to our podcast. Welcome, Hojin and Kayvon. I'm really certainly excited to host you both on The Holtz Story. Uh, we have seen a lot of great um, traction with our SonicWall solutions and our partners recruitment-wise, as well as enabling our existing partners. So I'm really excited to bring this uh, talking, this talk track uh, to our audience. So welcome. Thanks for having us, Tracy. Well, fantastic. So lots of news in the uh, media today around ransomware, certainly not letting any momentum up around supply chain attacks, you know, meat supply, as well as, uh, you know, the pipeline and RMMs being targeted. You know, we're continuing to see a lot of demand around security solutions, particularly because of the amount of breaches that are happening. And one of the highest growth areas that we're seeing momentum is around cloud security. Maybe Kovan, uh, Kayvon, sorry, um, maybe talk a little bit about what you're seeing at SonicWall, particularly around cloud security. Thanks, uh, Tracy. So uh, what we are seeing out there is a general movement towards the cloud. Uh, we see people who are moving from on-prem to the cloud, and they're looking for a transitional plan to help them uh, move to the, to the new environment. If you look at uh, the announcement that we made a couple of weeks ago, actually, uh, we're offering three solutions out there. We think there are three benefits that were from what we're offering to the folks out there. We are offering a security from the cloud. If you look at some of our technologies that we're offering, like a CloudAge, that offers secure access through the cloud. Uh, we recently add firewall as a service to our technology that allows the users to limit people's access based on um, where they're coming from and where they're going. That's some of the stuff that our customers have been asking for in the, in the recent months and years. The other aspects of that is the management that we're offering to the cloud. By offering a simplified management, whether it's uh, our network security manager, our wireless uh, manager, uh, capture client, the management console for the capture client, all of that is being offered through the cloud, which simplifies um, the management of our technology and offloads the, the necessity for our, for our customers to provision and size the environment. And the last thing that we're seeing and hearing from our customers is um, how do you help me secure my cloud environment? For that, we have historically done this and we continue to deliver in-cloud security through our, um, whether it's uh, network security, um, uh, whether, it's, whether it's our firewall in the cloud as NSV or whether it's our VPN solution in the cloud as SMA, we have solution that runs on your AWS or Azure environment that allows you to manage and secure your environment that you're running in the cloud. So those are the main uh, 
concerns that we're hearing from our customers uh, when we talk to them. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. And I think that management capability, you know, whether it be at the wireless or the network level, you know, certainly provides a lot of uh, value to the partner and the clients from, a, you know, either whether they're an MSP um, or if they're the client themselves are managing those devices, those devices in the cloud. Hojin, you know, maybe talk about um, from a partnering perspective in the channel, these new solutions, how are your partners um, adopting them? Are you seeing um, much more focus around these solutions within your partner base, particularly because SonicWall has a very strong arm of SMB partners? So I have yeah. to imagine it's a high in demand. Yeah, it's 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 it, the, these solutions. We're getting lots of interest from our partners uh, around these solutions. Uh, it's just evidenced by the conversations that we have with them on a daily basis. Uh, the inquiries we're getting into our inside sales teams, or when we're doing enablement sessions with our partners, we're getting lots of questions from them. And it's not just because the technology is interesting, although that is in fact the case. It's because their customers are asking them for this, right? If you think about it from an SMB customers perspective, not only do they see uh, the cloud as something that's economically more uh, attractive for them, but the other other problem they have is they they just don't know how, or they, or even if they know how to get something spun up, they certainly don't know how to manage it, and they certainly don't know how to keep things secure. And so that's really where uh, the questions that our partners are asking us are stemming from, right? And because they need to make sure that their customers are looking to them as their IT department, if you will. And so they need to have all of these answers at the ready. And so we're seeing a ton of interest from our partners around all of the cloud solutions uh, that that Kayvon kind of kind of went through earlier. Uh, and we're seeing lots of traction, certainly lots of pipeline, lots of demand when we have, you know, kind of online sessions or, or training classes available for them to take. Yeah, that's fantastic. And you mentioned that piece around, you know, simplicity, ease of use, right, around the SMB sector. It's so important because to your point, um, the expertise, right, many of them are business owners who have to kind of hybrid manage an environment or their network or their security protocols and and don't have uh, maybe that security background, right? So they need that the management, the functionality, and the automation and the orchestration to really help them simplify that. That's um, right, hundred percent. Because because what we what's easy to forget in, in all of this is while we deliver solutions that are very attractive for SMB customers, the partners that are actually deploying and delivering those solutions for those customers, they're SMBs themselves. So they're just as constrained when it comes to uh, bandwidth, manpower, all of these things. They got to manage their own business too. And so, the simplicity and manageability that we offer to customers absolutely has to extend for the partner that's probably managing multiple instances for multiple customers. You know, in all the uh, environments that they service. And so, you know, that's something that we do keep top of mind. That it's not just our customers, but our partners that are servicing those customers are pretty much in the same boat uh, as our customers are. And so we've got to think about it through both perspectives. And and when you think about the large supply chains that have been impacted through ransomware or other cyber attacks, you know, that same, you know, risk sits within an SMB environment. And, you know, to your point, they don't have the, the sophistication around the expertise. Um, and so they look to solutions and service and cloud to help provide that. So uh, maybe what you know unique challenges do you see beyond what we've maybe already covered around that SMB sector 
as an opportunity for them uh, around cybersecurity. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to jump in here and then maybe um, Ho Yeah, great. Okay, bye. Yep. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think Ho Ching mentioned the simplicity uh, of uh, the uh, as a benefit, and that's definitely a case. I want to add the flexibility to that also. Uh, a lot of time what we see from our customers is a, a desire to have different architecture at different location in their environment. So, for instance, they might have a remote office that they have a, a, a appliance out there. They have a data center or their, uh, that would have a virtual environment out there. They might have a headquarter with a larger appliances and they will have remote users, which is very common these days, where they're working from home or from a coffee shop. Being able to manage all of that users and all of those environment with a single UI and single interface, that's one of the things that we're hearing from our customers. Um, sometimes it's not the not just the fact that they have different environment, but it's the fact that they're transitioning from an on-prem environment to the cloud. And they want to be able to manage the environment at the same time with the same UI without having to um, switch back and forth between two different user interfaces. What we're offering with our management is that flexibility to uh, monitor, control, and manage your environment regardless of what infrastructure or deployment uh, infrastructure are, uh, you are using as a as a customer. So that's some of the, another benefit that we're offering to our customers. Yeah, it's a fantastic point around the remote workforce. And over the last nineteen months, we've seen you know quite a bit that we've all learned from through this uh, pandemic kind of uh, era. And when we think about now as return to office starts to come into place and, you know, securing home hybrid uh, workplaces and in the workforce, it's very different, right, on how we think about security and some of the additional features that need to be thought of in there. So I do love, you know, the cloud uh, movement. Uh, you know, I think it's absolutely spot on in sense of where the direction is going. And that's a change from SonicWall, right? I think, you know, you've been legacy, um, uh, you know, while you have had um, a large software business, it's been absolutely a, a, a strong portfolio of appliances. Will you, do you see that changing and pivoting to more cloud, virtual um, kind of um, strategy or still a hybrid strategy with on-prem and in the cloud solutions in your roadmap? So what we've always been about is about you know providing cho uh, choice and uh, to our customers. Um, what we're we're not moving away necessarily from the on-prem, but we're just adding another layer here for our customers. And the idea here is that if you look at some of the traditional players out there in the market where there are mostly on-prem and you're forced to use their technology, obviously. Uh, you have a newer players out there that are solely cloud-based. And if you go with them, you have to make a switch and do a, you know, cut off and just turn away and make everything uh, cloud-based. What we think we're offering and the benefit that we have to against some of their competitors is the fact that we give you a choice. It doesn't matter whether um, you have partially um, on-prem solution, cloud solution, if you're transitioning and what percentage of uh, your products or your solutions are on-prem versus cloud. We provide that hybrid 
environment that allows you to monitor and manage both environments with the same user interface. Um, and ultimately, it comes down to giving your customer a choice for what works best for them as opposed to uh, for Sonicball or for the vendors. Yeah, the other point there, Tracy, is um, an interesting dynamic that we see uh, in the business today is, you mentioned this earlier, but given all of the supply chain con- supply chain constraints and things that are happening these days, you know, the bad actors aren't stopping what they're doing just because you know, customers can't get supply uh, in a timely fashion. And so our partners are staying, are having to stay kind of on the forefront and making sure their customers stay secure in an environment where they maybe have partnered somebody that is experiencing supply chain constraints. Uh, and, and so they need, and customers are having issues as well. And so as customers are moving to the cloud, it's important that our partners know how to deploy these virtual solutions as well, uh, because, you know, buying an appliance might not be so easy um, these days, given, given, you know, kind of what's going on with supply. Uh, and so, understanding the opportunity in order to sell some of these cloud solutions or virtual appliance solutions is really, really important for them uh, to, to make sure that they're able to take care of all of their customers' needs, even when things like uh, supply chains are disrupted as they've been uh, lately. Yeah, no, thank you for that. And and that's certainly, I think, you know, still there's forecast projections going into the, the uh, first quarter, first half of next year, that there'll still be some constraints around hardware aspects um, and, and just general supply, you know, we're seeing that across many different kind of, whether that be appliances in our homes and things still that are restricted today um, around supply chain. So, uh, and that's driving that momentum to the cloud and and regardless of the cloud platforms that are being integrated into that and those uh, routes to market having security features, they're still in need to have an advanced and more um, advanced security posture within that too. So, um, and we talked a lot about cloud today, and I and I, it's been a great conversation. When you think about um, the cloud, and as partners migrate to the cloud, what kind of expertise must a partner have to really sell, deploy, and support your solutions? Yeah, I think that that's an interesting question, uh, Tracy. It, it, I think it r- kind of runs the spectrum uh, in terms of the expertise that's required. Some of our partners have customers that were really kind of uh, moving quickly to the cloud. And so they needed to really understand, you know, how to migrate workloads there, how to keep those workloads secure, right? They needed to understand kind of how to do business with some of these, you know, public cloud providers, uh, all, all of that. And others are still relatively nascent, right? So customers have been slower uh, to move. Uh, but are seeing the benefits uh, of doing so. And, and some of also are repatriating back, right? So they're not necessarily, they found, hey, I, I don't necessarily get all of the savings that I was thinking I was going to get uh, from the public cloud. So as a partner that probably has customers that, you know, kind of, again, run that spectrum of folks that have moved quickly, folks that are moving now, or folks that are coming back, you need to really have, kind of understand how those cloud environments work and how to keep those the data and applications uh, secure. And so, you know, at SonicWall, we, we take that pretty seriously. And so we've got a ton of information uh, and training available uh, on our site, you know, SonicWall University for partners to be able to go on uh, and consume. We've obviously got field and, uh, and sales resources and technical resources to be able to help our partners. But we also depend a lot on partners like Tech Data, right? Or I'm sorry, partners like TD Cynics uh, to help make sure that our partners 
know how to uh, take advantage of all of the offerings that are available. So things like pre-sales technical support, sales support, marketing collateral, all of that's really important because in a world where our partners are probably already resource strapped as it is, as I hear a lot, right? Being able to rely on your vendor and distribution partners is really key to be able to make sure that you can confidently uh, sell a solution uh, to to your customer. And so there are lots of enablement um, uh, pieces available for for partners to consume, but it really is kind of incumbent on the partner to take that first step to try to learn more and be kind of the uh, advisor to their customer as customers are kind of trying to navigate what to do here as well. Yeah, that's a great point. And, you know, the skills shortage is well documented in this, um, particularly in cybersecurity as being, you know, a main driver of, um, you know, the lack of skills uh, and people in in roles today. And we're all trying, I think we all own a responsibility to that, uh, of helping that. And, uh, you know, as you know, we've invested in our cyber range um, as one way to help solve for that with helping to do whether it be SOC analyst or whether that be uh, pen testing and and being able to validate the skills and learn hands-on those skills. Those are great assets to leverage. And to your point, training and the enablement of your solutions by leveraging the range and demonstrating them provides a tremendous opportunity for us, even in our practice builder programs, as well as the range. So I uh, completely agree with you. It's it's not just a sonic wall responsibility. It's a mutual responsibility that we all share and an opportunity for us all to enable our partner ecosystem effectively yeah. around new technologies. Yeah, we all face this right uh, today. It's not. We talked a little bit earlier about supply chain and 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 the disruption of of getting goods uh, to market. But you know, the the bigger issue is the disruption or the lack of available skilled security resources, right? And so, it's, I think it's important for us to be able to talk to our partners and let them know they're not alone, right? I mean, we SonicWall obviously have staff that can help and augment the expertise that our partners have. You know, the, the assets that you mentioned that, that TD Cynics bring to bear around the cyber range and all of the things that you guys are doing there, the investments you guys have made can certainly help our partners, right? And from, from my discussions with partners, what I hear over and over again is that, you know, I'm struggling to hire people and they rely very deeply on our expertise to be able to help them through, even if it's as simple as just making sure that a configuration is correct mm-hmm. to helping them kind of architect the solution. And we do, uh, you know, we try to pull in as many resources as possible uh, to try to help our partners. And so, you know, partners like TD Cynics obviously uh, help with that uh, tremendously. Um, and so we're just going to have to continue that because this resource shortage uh, is not going to end anytime soon. <laughs> no, and I think, you know, to your point, right, I think um, basic foundations, you know, whether it be policies, procedures, you know, how when you're implementing what the rights, procedures and policies to put into place, um, you know, all of those are critically important because if they're not set, um, you know, at the beginning level, then there's potential risk, right, that, um, you know, any kind of environment incurs. So, you know, great opportunity for us all and love that we partner in this and share the same mission and, you uh, you know, I wish I, I speak often at uh, local elementaries, middle schools to get children more involved into cyber as well. Um, try my family. I think they see how, you know, how many hours I work. So they they tend not to want to jump on that. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm very passionate about it and, and love uh, cybersecurity. So it's 
it's a fascinating market and, you know, love that, you know, every day we pick up a, a newspaper or a news and while it's unfortunate, it happens as often as it does. Um, it, it certainly creates opportunity for us all uh, when we see the amount of tax that are continuing to occur. Yeah, absolutely. This is not something that's uh, going to go away. Uh, and so the, and the innovation in this industry is really uh, exciting, both from a technology standpoint and the way our partners uh, innovate in terms of the way they go to market. So uh, it really is an exciting space to be in, but it does take a really kind of um, concerted effort to uh, to make sure that you're staying as educated and, and as, as enabled as possible uh, because the environment is always changing. Yeah, no, thank you. And I hope you don't mind, but let's spend a couple minutes because I absolutely um, follow your threat report every year. It's one that I leverage when I go out and speak about current trends that are happening in the market. And you just recently released your mid-year report. Um, I think that's what it's referenced as, but um and I actually just recently spoke at one of our technology solutions store and was quoting your last year's report. And it's interesting. Some of the same trends we're still seeing, right? Malware attacks are continued to decline. They're down, you know, year over year, about 22%-ish. When we look at ransom attacks, no surprise there, right? You know, ridiculous, you know, triple digit percent growth in ransomware. IoT continues to surge. Uh, I, I think we all can recognize the importance that more homes are automated. You know, the amount of now working remote has created more opportunity within all of these, you know, areas for the attack surface. Maybe you could share, um, you know, whether that be Kayvon or um, Hojin, you know, within the report itself, um, what were some of the, you know, kind of highlights that, you would like our listeners to learn from or know about? Um, so I'll, I'll take the first step at it. Um, I think if you look at the report, you'll see a significant increase both in North America and in EMEA on ransomware. Um, the, the actual numbers were significantly larger and higher than what we had last year. Um, and that's what we are feeling and hearing from our customers also. That goes in line with what you were saying in earlier that um, every time you open up a news uh, paper or you uh, look at the a news that's coming out there, it's always about some new organization being attacked through the ransomware and um, uh, and, and how they, uh, the security vendors are trying to attack to remedy that, so to speak. Um, I believe, if I remember the numbers correctly, um, it was forty four percent increase on the North America, and uh, that's the uh, the significant increase from last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty staggering uh, and continued growth in those areas. So thank you for sharing that. I thought it was important that we call it out. And it's a great, great point of reference for our listeners to leverage and learn on what's happening in the market and what your studies and your um, your labs have really and un been able to identify through all of uh, the customers that you support. So it's a great, great tool to leverage um, from an awareness and education perspective. Um, yeah, maybe. I think it helps our, I'm sorry, Tracy, I think it helps our partners uh, kind of be viewed as thought leaders, right? Mm -hmm. uh, when they're talking to their customers so that they understand, uh, you know, kind of have a, have a good view of what's happening in the market. And so sometimes uh, customers uh, can sometimes have the view of that's not going to happen to me, right? Uh, but really uh, understanding that um, if our partners, you know, review things like our mid-year threat report, they can see that, you know what, this is happening everywhere, right? Uh, and it allows the, the, 
the partner the ability to kind of go in uh, um, with a bit more information uh, for, for customers and kind of open their eyes, if you will, right? So it's, it's a really great resource. We publish it twice a year uh, for our partners to be able to use, not just for their own consumption, but obviously as a sales tool with their customers, right? Yeah, no, great point. And, you know, one of the things that I took away from it, too, as well, was that in the first six months, it was interesting to see that education customers saw even more ransomware attacks uh, than government. Right. And so that was an interesting point to data feed for me. And, you know, it wasn't a major shock, um, but it does show how vulnerable, you know, our, our education organizations are. And, and certainly the kids uh, that access those um, systems and re- rely on them for tra- for education. So. And if I, if I could add to that, if you look at the report, you notice that um, you actually see something that's interesting, which is the malware attacks went down. But when you look at individual attack, you see them going up. Like when you look at ransomware uh, attacks, it went up 151% across the globe. If you look at the IoT, it was 59%. Um, even though the malware attack as a whole went down by 22%. And even though it may look like it's a strange but when you dive into it, what it tells you is that um, we're getting away from a shotgun approach of attacking people, uh, organizations. We're actually going towards a targeted attack. And that's why you see the actual volume of the malware going down, even though the ransom and the IoT and encrypted threats and every other category is actually going up. Um, so that's that's an interesting trend that we're seeing in the market that uh, um, it's new, frankly. Yeah, no, that's a fantastic point. Thank you for pointing that out. So I appreciate you both joining me. This has been a great conversation. Um, I know our listeners learned a lot, um, got to see where uh, SonicWall is pivoting to the cloud and really helping that uh, our partners and the SMB partners through this, you know, whether it be the supply chain or just, you know, really the digital transformation that's occurring in the space today too, with this work, the work from home, return to office hybrid environment we live in and will continue being in demand over the next several years. Um, And, you know, I would love to have you both back at a future time. Uh, Maybe if there's just a last, you know, kind of thought that you want to leave with our listeners today, if you want to end there, that would be fantastic. And just again, I really, really appreciate you both taking time out of your busy day um, and a busy quarter for you both um, to spend time with me on the whole story. Yeah, th- thanks, Tracy. Really appreciate uh, the time to be able to spend with you and, and to your listeners. This is a great forum that you guys have put together here. You know, for me, I think for for, for our partners and for, for our customers, it really does pay to stay informed, right? Uh, and so as, you know, SonicWall obviously puts together lots of content for, for partners to consume. Um, but, you know, for us, um, I think it's important uh, that our partners kind of take advantage uh, of the resources that our distributors like uh, TD Cinex, uh bring bring uh, to the table because I think it, it makes it a lot easier for partners to stay well-informed and enabled uh, to learn more about SonicWell Solutions because your customers are considering these things, uh, things like moving to the cloud. And so it's really, really important uh, that you stay uh, just as informed and just as enabled uh, on the solutions that are out there. So appreciate the time very much, Tracy. uh, And hopefully this is a value uh, to your listeners. 
Yeah, no, thank you very much. And we're investing in cloud security and different um, training enablement platforms onto our practice builder and got a lot of new content coming out here very shortly to help supplement what you're bringing to market um, as well. So we see it as a phenomenal opportunity and absolutely the growth of the future as well in our security um, customer base. So we want to continue that momentum working together. So thank you both again very much for joining me. Uh, Really, really great conversation. I know our listeners got a lot out of it today and, and really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks again, Hojin and Kayvon. And thank you everyone for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I really appreciate you taking the time to subscribe using your favorite podcast application. We are hosted on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other podcast platforms. We're adding new podcasts monthly, and you can also access our podcast at holtstory.com. Thanks for listening to The Holt Story, and see you again 